Welcome to the Digital Selling Secrets Podcast. In this podcast, you will learn how to use technology to increase your sales and save time. Please subscribe to Digital Selling Secrets for updates on new episodes. All right. Um, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome once again to another episode of Digital Selling Secrets. And I'm your host, Jerry Moneycarot, and uh, our co-host here is Gary L. Dennis. Gary's with unbiasedata.com and uh, want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, uh, Odds Marketing. Thanks, Odds Marketing, for all that you do for us. And we want to just tell you guys out there, please check them out. Uh, today, we have a fantastic guest, um, somebody that uh, both uh, Gary and I know, uh, uh, know from an earlier event. Gary knows her from e even uh, further back. This is Amy Vanderveer, uh, Professor Amy Vanderveer. And um, she was one of our speakers at the Digital Selling Conference. And um, she is with the Bauer School of uh, Business at the University of Houston. And... Um, Amy specializes in uh, branding on the digital uh, side, and she was a huge uh, factor, our closing keynote speaker at the Digital Selling Conference. And with that, I'm just going to toss it over to Amy. Um, welcome. Thank you so much. And I'm uh, going to ask you, if you don't mind, just telling a little bit more about yourself to us. Sure. Uh, thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. So... Um, as Jerry and Gary had mentioned, I am a professor of practice, a senior professor of practice at the Bauer College of Business at the University of Houston. Been associated with the college for 20 years, uh, nine as an adjunct and 11 as a professor full time. Have a background in recruiting, marketing, and sales, and uh, really hone in on the communication aspect of selling and branding, personal branding, particularly as it relates to uh, the influence in the digital market today. And so I teach professional selling, which is a now a core requirement class for undergraduate students in the Bauer College. And then within the Sales Excellence Institute, teach professional, I mean, personal branding. And uh, I'm the lead instructor for the business communications class for the graduate programs as well. Wow. Okay. And uh, so you got a long history there. And uh, so we thank you so much for sharing your uh, being willing to share your expertise with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. And a, sure. lot, a, a lot of people don't realize it, but U of H's sales programs, one of the top sales programs in the country. So I just wanted to throw that out there. It's um, so it's not a, a typical college. I mean, Amy's Amy's part of one of the best. So that's uh, when it comes to selling for sure. So uh, that's definitely a good point. Um, University of Houston is a top tier college. And then when you t uh, put on top of that, the Bauer School of Business and on top of that, the sales program is just uh, one after the other huge layer cake that we have in terms of expertise. Uh, with that being said, you know, this is we're talking about digital selling here on our on our uh, show. And um, Amy, you've, you've, said, you've said this already, you have a background in sales, then you've been on the education side for, uh, for uh, a couple of decades now. What do you think is uh, going on, you know, the future of selling and specifically on the digital side? Uh, I think that there's a couple of things going on and, and I think it's, it could be, it, it's a real uh, tricky space because um, at the end of the day, people still buy from people they know they like and they trust. However, in today's digital technology world, there are a lot of tools um, that consumers, customers, business to business, or on the consumer side, get access to before they actually 
get in front of making a buying decision. So they have information, they can get uh, research, all of that stuff, the information that a potential customer has allows for 50% of the decision to be made before they ever engage with the salesperson. So that means that a salesperson has to, number one, be on top of their game, utilize technology and tools and understand where their customer is coming before, before they ever talk to them. So that's the first piece. Um, and that's where you're seeing the trend go is all of the different tools utilizing artificial intelligence, um, the social media component, as well as um, updated and integrated CRM systems, um, all working together to work smarter, faster, and more effective with the customer. But okay. <laughs> if the salesperson does not understand that it is still about the customer and it is still about the relationship and it is still about uh, providing value and communicating that value, it just becomes more noise and it will not lead to an impact with the customer. Because you can, we, I actually last week, um, our director of research, Mike Ahern, who is the leading sales academic in the world, not just the nation, not just in Houston, but the world, um, had a sales symposium with, uh, in conjunction with another professor from the University of Virginia, and we were out at Stanford University talking about this stuff with academics and with industry. And, uh, you know, digital tech, uh, the revolution is not changing. It's the onus of where companies need to be uh, to keep up. But at the end, if the, if the salesperson doesn't relate, think, connect, communicate, and provide value, all of that just becomes noise. It's, um, it's really interesting you said the word noise. Actually, we were having that discussion in the past couple of podcasts and webcasts that we had that actually came up about being an interruption in the person's, uh, uh, in the person's day. Uh, me as a salesperson, if I make that cold call or whether it's via message on uh, via email or some other social platform or even a, a phone call, if I make that cold call, it becomes an interruption, that noise that you say. So what would somebody do? I mean, um, you know, your will, uh, you specialize in branding. How would somebody establish that brand in order to break away from that noise? Right. Uh, so first, uh, I'm going to go back to the noise and how you, by you come into my inbox, you're not noise. You make it about me. You do research on me, you get, um, figure out my business, and you address what you believe value you can relate to me. I get it all the time in the academic industry. Dear professor, delete. <laughs> so, but if you say, you know, Professor Vandeveer, I see that you teach, you know, professional selling, really interested in how you incorporate practice into your curriculum, would like to talk to you about it, think we might have a solution, that gets my attention. What I will then do is I'm going to go look you up because in today's, because time is of the essence and I'm going to, you first caught my attention because you customized it towards me in my world. It's not a generic, you know, and that's the thing, the digital component, the technology component, being able to send out fast and efficient. That's what I mean around the noise. It's still just a lot of junk. Right. It's almost but like, can, yeah, well, ahead, well, I was going to say it's, it's junk kind of like, in person, right? So a lot of times people give an in-person meeting or presentation and they're not speaking to the client. They're just talking about their product and service and how great it is. 
but they don't know if a need exists. They don't know anything about the client. They didn't research their company before the meeting. And it's like the same thing is happening on an exponentially on the internet. And um, I mean, that's, I, I think that ties back to what you're saying about the noise that's out there. It's, it's yeah. just not speaking to an, um, and Jerry uh, posted a great post the other day uh, on, on, digital selling conferences, Facebook page about an Instagram follower that had what, how many millions of, uh, 2.6 million followers, two point, by the way, yes, yes. followers, you can be an influencer of your own right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she had two, two point million followers and and couldn't sell 30 t-shirts. Yeah. So it's, that's in, in my mind, that's, that's noise as well. It's, it's like, yeah, you have all these people, making a lot of noise, but they don't care about your product or service. You're not, right. you're not connecting with them. Right. Um, and I think that's what you're saying. Yes. Go ahead. Sorry. Because you do have to, if you're, for me, the digital components and the way that certain artificial intelligence uh, can be utilized and home to go get key things from a LinkedIn profile, from a company's website page, or if I can Google you, it can give me real key information that saves me time that I can with that email, but I make it customized because if I'm not making it about you, you're never, you get one shot to come in my inbox. You get one shot on my voicemail. You get one shot in person. If you're not making it about me, I'm going to delete. And you can send it over and over again, but that one shot of making the impression of value for me is already, you get that one time. And then that translates, in my opinion, to the personal component. So if, if you've made it about me and you've done research on me and you've made it, I'm intrigued enough to say, okay, what is it that you have to offer? I'm going to go look you up or I'm going to go look your company up. And if that is not well reputable, if there's not, uh, you know, you don't have a presence, you don't show that you have, uh, and that's where the personal branding can piece comes in around the digital component because that's an easy way for me to look and create value. Now, whether or not that's true, you know, it doesn't matter. That's my first kind of impression and how then you do have to match up your digital persona with your in-person or phone persona. They have to create a congruence that says authenticity, transparency of value. And, but if I go to LinkedIn and people say, Amy's great at this, you know, University of Sale, I mean, the Stephen Stagner Sales Excellence Institute, number one, Dr. Mike Ahern, you know, world best research, you know, all of it, if I go in and it's vetted there and I can see that, that gives credibility to why I should talk to you because time is really the most valuable commodity in anybody's face today. And, and it still ties back to know, like, and trust, right? Yeah. It's, it's just now you have more variables at play. So you right. can, I mean, it's more transparent. Yeah. And so I think it's a twofold. You have to build, it's about the product value, um, branding. It's about the salesperson value in the branding. And then connecting the value for the individual person when you start to reach out. So that's kind of like a, kind of three-tiered process for how I see it. So, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. it does. Yes, it does. Now, the, the online presence, creating that, creating that, um, that authenticity, um, and not, I take that back, not the authenticity, but the, but the brand, creating the brand. Now, if I work for a corporation, the corporation builds its own brand over there for reliability, trust, and such. But for myself, what, what could I do to, to do that? Um, 
uh, to, you know, I'm not an influencer, so to speak, and I haven't bought to yeah, You don't want to buy your million users. Yes, yeah. Followers, I mean, not even users. Right. Followers. Right. Um, that's a great question. And I, but I think it is fundamentally at the same time, knowing your product and services core value propositions, right? Like the features. Right. It's the same thing as a salesperson. So when you know as a person, I do this well, this is what I provide customers, here I do this, and you brand yourself around that. You create language around it. And then you have other people uh, support you, provide testimonials. So that to me is an easy way to do that. The other thing is you become a resource of value. So if I go and I look at, you know, your website or, or follow you, you know, it's like following. Like if I follow you on LinkedIn, I know, oh, you're going to provide me an article around digital selling. That's really interesting. And it's going to show up on my feed. And I'm like, Jerry, someone I, you know, it's the same thing when you're on Instagram, when you're on Snapchat, when you're on Facebook, there are people that you roll your eyes at because you're like, oh my God, I don't want to see your food again. Right. right? But there are other people that share interesting articles or make you laugh or share funny memes that become a value to you and therefore they create that. You can do the same thing in the business space. If you're a curious and confident person around what I do well and what I'm really passionate about and how I can help you and I share that on a regular basis or I ask like, hey, I just read this article. These are the key takeaways. What are your thoughts? And then create a dialogue around it. And I use it as a way to create value for my customer base, individualized, or as a marketplace. It um, is a way to build credibility and authority uh, in your space. How, how important, and Amy, thank you for that. How, how important is it to not talk about business and, talk, and just put out posts that engage with people on a personal level, like, you know, <laughs> we, we've we've had we've talked about the notorious cat videos like <laughs> maybe that's a bad example but you know some kind of post that makes people laugh or maybe I mean you see it on LinkedIn of uh, you know just some random post but then they connect it to something business wise yeah. I don't know I'm kind of on the fence about that on the one side you're like what is this person all about like they're putting all this stuff out there that how does this all tie back to what they do mm. um, it kind of reminds me of, you know, maybe a friend you like to, to go to a baseball game with, but you don't know if you would actually hire, hire him or her to do, do work. Um, you know, you like them, you, you like what they're So how important is that personal outside of business? Hopefully this makes sense to, to, to have on the digital side. No, I understand what you're saying. Uh, I think that it's a matter of you have to build. It's always about building value. So if you, and you want to know who your market is. So if I build value, it's funny. I just had lunch with my former coworkers from Texas Monthly because I sold for them. And we talked about, you know, all these influencers and they're, you know, one of them said, I'm so sick of that. If I want to know something, I'll go find it myself because we don't ourselves as influencers, right? Right. The truth is you're only influence. You're only an influencer. If somebody takes action based on what you've given them, you don't right. get to call yourself an influencer. Somebody else gets to. And so when it comes down to sharing the personal, if you can't, if you haven't already built yourself on as an authority with credibility, I think adding the personal just becomes part of the noise unless you can make it, I saw this, it made me laugh, 
you know, has anybody had this with a customer before? Or, you know, that brings me to thinking about this new technology and how it's used. Because it, it means that, number one, you're curious, you're interested, you're a learner, means you're on the cutting edge, and you're still providing value to somebody else. But the whole, I was at a conference, or I did this, or I don't, who cares that you're in a meeting? That's what I think anyway. You know, I got to, <laughs> you know? I, really, I really appreciate that, that you said that, you know, tying into what you had said earlier, because at the conference, we had a, we had a guy, uh, and he was from a very, very traditional type of industry. Uh, I'm not going to point which industry it was, because, but people re will remember him from the conference because he was pretty loud with his, uh, his question. Is, uh, he, he said, my customers will think I'm ridiculous if I'm out there uh, you know, on Snapchat posting stuff about myself. And so his concept of digital selling was you know, getting on these social media platforms on Instagram, taking pictures, selfies of himself and going on Snapchat and putting the bunny ears or whatever, as opposed to what you're saying right now is, no, you're not, that's not what it's about. It's not about, hey, I'm at a meeting, look at me. It's about, hey, this is what I've learned. I want to share it with you and creating that brand that I am good Your at resource. this thing. Yes. And I am the resource for these specific things. And that way... And then, then, like you said, once you're able to develop that, you can, start, you can start putting a little bit of personal stuff out there. At least that's what I'm understanding. Yes, I think that's true. I mean, I think about a friend on Facebook that like 85% of the time that she posts an article, I'm interested in reading. And she's built that credibility over time with me. Um, that when I, whenever she posts, I'm like, ah, oh, I don't have time to do it, but I'm going to make a note to come back to her page to read it. Because... It's always, and she shares it. She doesn't, or she'll make a comment about it before she shares it. Right. But it's part of, I like her because she provides an opportunity for me to go find an article. It's like, you know, there are people literally on Twitter that become hubs of information around, you know, the St. Louis Blues hockey. Okay. You know, and if anybody is a St. Louis, and I'm rooting for the Blues. Maybe I shouldn't say that. But, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but say, you know, if anybody is, like, passionate about that and this person gets the information, gets all the stats, gets the injury reports, gets the trading, gets what's going on, gets the play-by-play, -play, gets the, you know, the fan stuff, and they become a resource for Blues fans. It's the same thing in your market. And in your space, if you, because you're interested and passionate about it, create enough generation and enough value, it is easy to then translate to valuable for others. And it makes it about, then you become an expert, right. you become an authority, then you become credible, but you're really just sharing what you're interested in. Right. That's a, that's a great point, Amy. And I, I know we're running short on time here, uh, but just one last question. For people that, let's say they work for a corporation, they're not act, very active on social media, what would be the top three things you'd recommend to help get their personal brand going? Uh, and so it's a great question. First and foremost, I do think that if you are in the sales industry and you do not have a LinkedIn profile, and I'm, I'm not, I understand social media, I'm not as necessarily as engaged with it as you know, uh, I should be, I'm going to be really transparent because people go on and look at my stuff. They're like, you're not really not doing anything. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but it's also a matter of time. And I don't, I'm not in the industry where I feel like I have to do that on a regular basis. Um, but I do think you have to have LinkedIn and LinkedIn is now what LinkedIn was starting to become. And this is the case with some of our students became a Facebook posting. Look at me. That I think could be the kiss of death. And again, it's the same thing. You get one chance to meet somebody, you get one chance to come into the email, you get one chance on a phone call, you get one chance to start building your credibility. Um, I think LinkedIn is an easy way to do resource. There's a lot of LinkedIn learning. There's a way that you can follow other people. And that way you learn in your industry and then you share. So that it's kind of an easy way to navigate your growing interest in industry. And then you connect with others to help spread the word. Because I think if you don't have any presence, that's really hard. Um, the second thing is, I probably, actually I'm going to back that up. The first thing is you have to be very clear and concise around kind of your core competencies and value proposition. And you shape your language around that as you build your LinkedIn. Um, does that make sense? And it's the same thing. Like, so it's your company does one thing. Right. But why buy from you? If I got a sales rep that's calling me from there as well. Right. So I think you have to be really clear on the value proposition of the company the value proposition for you, why you, why should I spend time with you? And then promote it in a very thoughtful way, especially if you haven't started it. And this is actually true. We get a lot of salespeople who are like, that's a lot of time when we train them. We have sales leadership right. training in the Sales Excellence Institute. I'm like, that's a lot of time. But for me, it becomes a way to engage my learning because I follow the people who post. They post educational stuff and that becomes an easy way for me to sharpen myself and then also share it with the people and add credibility to me. So that, those are kind of my three easy things. Know what you bring, build that connection and then go get real curious, find the people that are resource to you, share that resource with the people that's valuable to them. And then once you figure that out, you can start being the resource. You can go find the stuff too. Thanks a lot, Amy. This, this was very helpful information from a personal branding standpoint and from a digital selling standpoint. And just want to thank you for, for taking time out of your busy schedule to meet with us. And um, Jerry, anything else you want to add? Um, I just want to say, uh, I think both Gary and I are looking forward to a book coming from you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's in the process. I was actually working on it yesterday. So. Awesome. Uh, we're looking yeah. forward to that. So, um, uh, thank you once again so much for joining us and I'm just going to close this out. Um, if, is there anything else you want to just shout out to, to the community if they want to contact you or, um, or no, just you want a message? The way to connect with me is through the Bauer website. Uh, Amy Vandeveer under the directory. Um, I'm happy to answer questions in regards to personal branding, communication, marketing, or sales. Uh, and kind of my closing thing is, remember, people buy the value that matters to them. So you cannot be all things to all people. You have to be very clear around the value that you do bring and find the people that it's a value to. Because you try to be all things to all people, you don't get anywhere. You, know, you get the million followers, but nobody knows why buddy's buying the t-shirts. Right. If you're really clear on the value you bring, you don't need a million. You need 30. 
So that's kind of my parting wisdom. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, There you have it. Uh, People buy the value you bring to them. I just wrote that down. And uh, you don't need a million. You just need 30. So you've got 30 shirts. You only need 30 people. people. Right. Exactly. So (laughs) um, with that, I'm going to close out. Thank you so much, uh, Amy, for uh, joining us today. Um, Thank you. And please share with me once you get it. And I will go post it myself. <laughs> definitely will. <laughs> thanks and, again, guys. I really appreciate it. Appreciate the work that you're doing in the industry. Hey, thank you. Thank, that means a lot. Thanks, thank you so much. And uh, with that, we close out. Thanks uh, to all our viewers and our listeners out there uh, for joining us for one more episode. And we look forward to you uh, for the next one. And Gary and myself, we say cheers and have a great one. Thank you. Bye.